welcome to the Destined for Success podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and this podcast used to be called New Manager Media, Managed Right from the Start. Many of the concepts are the same, but there's a little shift. There's a shift because I know we are all destined for success, and I want to help you find the fastest, smoothest way to reach your highest best as quickly as possible. Join me in today's episode where you're going to come up with new ways to build your skills and influence others to make the impact you desire to make. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Welcome to Destined for Success. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and today I'm so excited to have Ryan Dowdy with me. She was a powerhouse in a group I was in, and then she had her own powerhouse group, and she just kept popping up. And when I found out I had the opportunity to interview her and have her on my show, I was thrilled. Ryan has been on Forbes, in Forbes, NBC, Fox, uh, Associated Press, Daily Tech, like the list goes on and on. And I'm in Oklahoma, Ryan's in Kansas. Uh, we decided we're just like almost related, like cousins, besties, something. I'm so excited today to talk about mindset, the journey you have taken to get to where you are today, and like what we can do to have like a better mindset, the right mindset, the mindset we need to get what we want. Ryan, thanks for being here today. Oh, Jennifer, I'm so excited for this conversation. <laughs> Me too. So what are you doing now? Tell me just, you know, what's the deal? You got several kids, you got a husband, you got a house, you got things. What's up? Yeah, do. Yeah. Um, so I live in Kansas City. Um, I have, I am married to my darling husband, Kevin, who we lovingly joke that Kevin is um, a project manager and I am the project. So <laughs> that's what Kevin does. Um, he's awesome. I have a almost 17 year old stepdaughter, a five year old little boy and a two and a half year old little girl. And um, the world is a, is a wild and crazy place. We live in the suburbs. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a good, it's a good life, but uh, what do I do professionally? I lead a community called Be In The Room. Uh, Be In The Room is a movement uh, for women of action who rebel against the status quo. And we call it the exclusive network for female leaders who wanna build a life of success on their own terms. Um, I spent many years, I spent 15 years in the corporate world in the sales arena. So started as an individual contributor, finally retired from the corporate world in 2019 as a director of sales, um, always in the marketing and advertising space, um, have since then built two seven-figure businesses. And in the fourth quarter of 2021, decided to blow all of that up and do something entirely different. <laughs> so did you just shut down your two seven-figure businesses or did you sell them or are you just dabbling or yeah great question so the, the first business i i it was about a year ago that we put that down so i built a business on my own called uh we had it was called the essential uncensored sales accelerator and um that we retired in march of 2021 when i started a second business in partnership with a uh with a business partner and so the first business we shut down last year and so we but we had contracts so we just retired that in february of 2022 so that was my commitment was like i promised these women i was going to help them and i'm going to help them so we um, we played out all of those contracts for 2021 and into 2022, um, excuse me. And then in social sellers Academy, 
Um, we ultimately decided to shut that down. So my business partner didn't want to run it full time. I didn't want to run it full time. Um, so at kind of a stalemate, we decided that ultimately we will just uh, retire the program. And um, that's that. And before we hit record, we were talking about how we both kind of have been on our own spiritual journeys on getting alignment, what we want to do, how we want to do it, how we want to show up in this space. And so like, it was really scary for me just to change the name of my podcast from one thing to destined for success, which success kind of includes all the things. And, um, but that's like a big step. And I know it was a big step for you too. So like, if I want to make a change in my life, in my world, like, how did you have the courage? How did you know? Uh, uh, I love, I love this question and I, and I'm smiling so hugely right now because so one of our core inventions at be in the room or core inventions, core values is reinvention. One of our core values at be in the room is reinvention. And this idea, Jennifer, that we should pick a career at the age of 18 and go to college and do that thing until we die is frankly, one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. Right. So, you know, that's the first thing I want to say about where, where did you have the courage? But the second one was the reason that I knew that I wasn't on the path that I was supposed to be on is because I kept hitting obstacles, right? Like I am of the belief on this spiritual journey. And what I have learned that when we are in full alignment, we are doing, we are, we are living our soul's purpose and we are living our truth that, I mean, I don't think it's supposed to be like butterflies and rainbows all of the time, but it's supposed to feel good. And I'll be honest with you. I've not felt really good the past two years. I've, I've made a lot of money. I've met some amazing, incredible people. We've been able to retire my husband. We bought our dream home. Like a lot of really good things happened to me, but inside I did not feel at peace. Every day was a battle. It was, you know, this, this thing, I felt like I was just digging a ditch every day um and not ever getting any farther or any deeper and so i got to make a choice i can continue to live um an above average life right and i can continue to to war inside of myself every single day or i can decide that you know god doesn't put opportunities and people in our path on accident and i can decide to follow those breadcrumbs um or sometimes just a swift kick in the pants that he gave me right um and, and i can go and do those things so the courage it really was, you know, I don't, I believe that God put us on this earth to live fulfilled, happy, joyful lives. And by continuing to fight against that because of my own fear would have been in direct conflict with that. And like, I kind of have some goosebumps and chills going because I think in our heads, we must have been having very similar internal conversations. Like, why doesn't this feel good? I had a business coach uh, four years ago, five years ago, and everything that I was told to do was hard and horrible and felt icky. And I just kept doing the things. And I had a friend, well, I still have a friend, but uh, my best friend since we were 11. And she kept saying, uh, like, I've never been an entrepreneur, but is this supposed to be that hard? Like, should it be that hard? And I was like, well, crap, I don't know. And so I just literally started working on a, on a talk and workshop called it shouldn't be this hard because it shouldn't be this hard. So, um, mindset, like, was there something you had to, I'm going to say step into or embrace in order like to drop seven figure businesses and, and, and start a new venture? Like was what was going on in your head and what is something I can do to embrace that? 
What was going on in my head? It was like, holy cow, are you actually going to do this? What is wrong with you? <laughs> you lost your ever living mind. <laughs> um, but you know, so that, that was really, I wish I could say that it was like this graceful, amazing thing. And no, I mean, it was super uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable the first time. It was super uncomfortable the second time. Cause now there's another human involved right now. I have a business partner that I have to go and disappoint. Um, you know, so it, it was not easy by any stretch of the imagination, but one of the things that I've learned in kind of the spiritual journey that I have been on, um, is that, you know, it, it, our relationship with God, it is, you know, it's God first and, and, and a second, right? Like that's really the way it's supposed to go. And so if God is giving me this direction and I am the vehicle, you know, putting other people's needs above my own is again, in just direct conflict with what I'm put on this earth to do. So for me, it was really about owning that idea that like, it is okay to do what I want to do. And I think as women in particular, Jennifer is one of the hardest things. Like we are, we are trained from a very young age to put ourselves last right whether it is you know it, it, whether it's social whether it's in our relationships whether it's as parents right like we're supposed to put ourselves last we're just supposed to sit here and make sure everybody else is happy and um that frankly is just bs and so for me it was really like okay for like once in my life i'm going to put myself first and walk in faith and pray that God catches me. Um, and so I wish that there was a magic bullet. I wish that I could tell you I was super comfortable. Um, I wish that I could tell you that I'm comfortable right now. And, and I'm, I'm even this conversation is more vulnerable than I usually am. And so I, I, there is no easy button. And so if you're waiting to feel like it's supposed to be easy or you're waiting to feel like it's safe, um, I don't know if those feelings are ever coming, um, but I just keep following, you know, following the opportunities and the conversations and the nudges and just really trusting that, uh, you know, as long as I, I move my feet, uh, that the, it will all work out. Once upon a time, mm -hmm. my godmother said, you know, Jennifer, sometimes when God talks to you, it doesn't make a lick of sense. Mm-hmm but it's calm and it's comforting and it's not scary. Like it's not scary at all, mm -hmm. but it's the devil talking to you. It's harsh. It's abrupt and it's scary. It's like really scary. So that's how you know the difference. And as I've been on my little shift in my spiritual path and embracing new things, I have learned that most of the time that devil is my own ego. Amen. So is it really that I'm not going to be successful, but I have this, I have this really set feeling that this is where I should go. But then I've got this really, do you really want to do that? So sometimes I have to just really ask the question, is this my ego being scared or is this really what I'm supposed to do? Do you ever have that like nudge and feeling and like, what am I going to do? Like, which path am I going to take? Yes. And how do I decide which path to take? My thought is like, if it keeps coming up over and over and over again, it, it can't be wrong. So this be in the room um, community that I'm leading, Jennifer, I have a Google keep note that I took on February, 2021, I had just left my first in-person mastermind, um, since we were able to do that, you know, um, 
And I just left and it was incredible and it was amazing. And it was in a room full, you had to be at the seven figure mark to be in that room. And I loved it. And I was just like, why do we wait? Why do we wait till we're making a million dollars to create these types of spaces and have these types of conversations and to be this open and vulnerable? Like this is stupid, right? So sorry with all the stupid today. If you have little ears listening, mine will tell me, mommy, stupid is not a nice word. So apologies. But anyway, um, so I, I like literally had it all in this Google keep note. And then at that time, um, um, that was when my business partner asked me if I could run, um, our, our, our business that we were partnered on full-time. Cause we were going to, I was going to run my business. She was going to run hers. We we're going to hire a team in the best way possible. The business blew up. We signed like 20 clients and like, you know, no time at all. And it just wound up being a little bit bigger project than we anticipated. So I decided to put my business down and go. So that idea got put on the back burner. Right. Um, so I, I put it, you know, and I just one foot in front of the other doing the things hard, uncomfortable, a lot of resistance, a lot of stress, totally disconnected from myself, like just huh, right. So fast forward, um, you know, 10 months at this point in the game, yeah, not even 10 months of so six or seven months at this point in the game. And I am sitting in Sedona, Arizona with my coach. And we're talking about like, what would you do if you really, if you really said out loud, I don't want to run this organization anymore. What would you do? And instantly be in the room came back up. Right. And at that time it was just called the room. Um, we have evolved it for several different reasons, but it was just like the room, like that is what I would do. Like that is what I would do. So I haven't thought about this thing from February to October, right? Like haven't thought about it, not once shoved it away. Um, and so like it came up, you know, and then of course all the drama, you know, well, you're, can you, can you make money, not selling money? Right. Cause that's what I've been selling for the past, I don't know how many years. Um, you know, I knew that I didn't want to have a low ticket membership, um, uh, because I've joined a lot of those communities and never participated. So it was going to cost more than most communities similar. So could I do that? Right. Um, and so all that, you know, like you said, that, that devil on your shoulders is feeding this to you, but it just would not go away. Right. Like the idea is we could do this and we could do this. And oh my gosh, it'd be so cool to have these types. And so like when those nudges are coming over and over and over again, to me, that is just a sign you can't, you can't ignore it. Right. Even if the secondary thought is instantly like, eh, who are you going to do that? Is anybody actually going to join and pay you? Like, even if that's happening, you have to trust that the idea that like this fire in your belly is there, is there for a reason. It's totally there. So is there something like, I, I just keep thinking there has to be something in the mindset of being open to possibilities that, you know, is critical mm -hmm. either to making a shift or getting on a path and staying on it. Because you're like, there are those people who graduated college knowing exactly what they wanted to do and they did it their whole life. And it's all great and groovy and great for them. Like I went to college because I didn't want a full-time job. <laughs> and then I majored in French and Spanish because I was really good at it. I went to school in Mexico, Spain, and France. And people were like, what are you going to do when you grow up? And I was like, I don't know. Right. I don't know. I ended up in housing, had a great job, great career. They said, you can retire, relocate. And I said, ah, I'm out of there. And now I'm, you know, now I'm here. <laughs> now I'm here. So like sometimes you don't have to have it all mapped out. But there's got to be something about the mindset to step into things. Can you speak on that at all? Yeah, I think the first question, the first way you ask the question is really is being open to the possibility. Right. Like step one to mindset is being open to the possibility that there is a different way to do things than the way that you're doing them today. Right. Like that to me is just like step step one. 
is being open to that, being open to this idea that the way that we have always done it. So I'll use a very practical example, right? Think of, of work today, right? We work eight to five, nine to five, Monday through Friday. Like to me, that that is just that is just a, a belief. Like there is a way to work differently. That is not required to run a successful company, to be an effective employee, to be an effective leader. That 40 hour work week, the way that it has been, it is literally just something somebody made up. I don't know who they are, but I'd like to talk to them and something they made up. And so that's what we do, right? So it's like being open to the possibility that like working Monday through Friday, nine to five is not the only way to work, to make money, to grow a company, to any of those things, right? So like, it's just to me, it's that mindset of being open to the possibility, open to the possibility that there's something different I can do than teach sales, right? And I love teaching sales and I don't think it's gone, Jennifer. I just haven't found the aligned way to do it. Um, and I'm, I'm fairly certain my spiritual journey and sales are gonna collide at some point and that's the road that I will wind up on. But um, you know what I'm saying? Like being open to the possibility that like, yeah, I don't have to teach sales and business to have a successful company, to make money, to, you know, for people to buy it. So I think it to me, it's like whenever you look at something in your life that you are not enjoying, that doesn't bring you joy, that doesn't fill you up, that doesn't, you know, give you any connection or excitement, think like be open to the possibility that it doesn't always have to be this way. Right? Like to me, that's kind of step one. Hey, it doesn't have to be this way. And, and I'm, can I use a, a relationship example here too? So in growing with two businesses in, you know, a handful of years and having a child in the middle of this. So my kids, I told you my kids are five and two and a half. So Georgia is, um, I had Georgia in June of 2019. And that was kind of when I finally left my, my full-time job. So Georgia is my benchmark for like how long I've been a full-time entrepreneur. So it's literally less than three years. So you can imagine that building, raising a tiny human and building two businesses in this time frame really did a doozy on my marriage. Right. And you had a toddler, right? Because oh, yeah. And, and I have a toddler while I'm raising an infant. And, and it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All that. You had all of it going on at once. <laughs> And so it did do a doozy on my marriage. And so, you know, of course you go through all the things like, how do I fix it? What do we do? And, but sometimes it's just a matter of being open to the possibility that like I can have a kick-ass business, really cute children and a happy marriage. I don't have to choose. Society tells us we have to choose, but being open to the possibility that I can have all of the things right. Being open to doing the work, being open to look internal, right. Being open to not make my husband the bad guy. Because that is totally different than the way that I had done this previously, right? So being open to the idea that there's a different way to do this, that I don't have to change my husband to be happy, that I can change me. So these are just like small things that if you're like, hey, this is not filling me up in some way, or this is not as good as I would like it to be. I want to have a rock star relationship. Or I want to be an amazing mom. Or I want to be a kick-ass business owner. Or I want to be an amazing employee um, and being open to the possibility that there's a different way to do it than exists today. And I can do it all. I just need to do it differently for me. Exactly. And I I think for the people that are listening that are actually still in corporate or government type work, because I have a a large audience that still is, I I just want to throw out to you, you're in the place where you need to be right now, Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's shifting your mindset of what you're doing, where you're going every day. I, I know during my career, there were various times when I just had to sit myself down and say, why are you there? Mm-hmm. And then when I came up with my list of all the benefits and they way outweighed the inconvenience or the frustrations that came with mm-hmm. where I was working, who I was working with, those kind of things, it was like, 
oh, I can totally do this because I've got the payout coming. Like it's, it's worth it. So um, sometimes it's worth it. And then sometimes it's not. Uh-uh. And, and maybe it's not worth it, but it's not the time and the, and the time will come. So I love that. So we've got be open to the possibility. We've right. got make little shifts, little things. Do you have one more really great nugget to help me on my shifts? Cause I have my own shifts happening too. Of course. <laughs> um, for me, <clears throat> it honestly is that like, you do not have to do it alone. Oh. And I don't think that that is a, uh, it maybe it is a little bit of a mindset shift, right? Because at least the, the women that I have worked with, it's like, we're carrying our bag of rocks around on our shoulders all by ourselves. we got our backpacks on, they're full of rocks. And we are the only person who can carry that bag. We're the only person who can make that bag better. You know, we can only person who can make that bag work. Like we, we take on so much responsibility to solve everything ourselves. And so this could be just in not, not opening your heart to God and and letting him in and what he wants to say, but this can also be in the way a feeling like, you know, I don't want to talk to anybody about this because nobody's going to understand or, you know, being open to the idea that even sometimes it's just needing help in the home or in your business or some way, but this idea that we are supposed to do it alone, I've got to figure it all out, right? This is my mess. I'm the one who's deciding I want to change my career for the 498th time. So I got to figure this out on my own, right? But it's this idea that you don't, you don't have to. And so whether that not aloneness is in community, which is why I'm so passionate about what we're building and be in the room, it is in your relationship with God. It's in opening up to a trusted friend. It's joining a mastermind or a coaching program where other people are going to lock arms with you. Um, you know, it's reading different books and looking at things from a different perspective. But for me, I think that that third piece is really like, we have been taught to like, figure it out yourself, right? Be strong, do it yourself, be a problem solver. You know, um, at least that's what I was, that's what was preached to me. Um, and I, I mean, I don't, I'm not mad at my parents for a minute. Like they did the best they could with what they had. Right. Um, oh my gosh, we're so aligned. <laughs> uh, no, my, my parents are amazing humans, but yeah, that was just what we were doing. Put your head down to work, sister. You want it? Go. Um, and you know, nobody's going to do it for you. You want to be, you want to be a scholarship athlete. Nobody's going to do it for you. Nobody's going to train for you. Nobody's going to go to the gym for you. So that's what we, I was taught that you want to be successful, do it yourself. And I think that that is a mindset shift we all need to make because when we open our heart to connection in so many different ways in business and life and in spirituality, that is where, you know, that's where the opportunity really exists. Well, and when you look back at like, you know, history of humans or whatever, like the biggest punishment you could get was to be banned from the tribe, banned from the group. So like we are built, created, however you want to believe we got here to be in community with others. And I, I've heard a lot over the last few years, people saying how difficult it's been during the pandemic to sit at home by themselves, do their work. Right. I totally get that. And somebody goes, man, Jennifer, for somebody like you, who's so outgoing and such a people person, were, you know, were you just ready to die? And I said, oh no, I was on zoom all the time. Like, would I rather be in person? Yes, of course. But I have made some of the most amazing connections because I used what technology we had. So I kind of equate it to I can piss and moan and groan about how it's not how I want it, or I can find a way to be fulfilled (laughs) with what I have. And what I've had the last two years is Zoom and it's worked for me. So, and and I love that about your parents too, because my, one of my sisters is hilarious and she'll say, 
when her kids were teenagers and driving her a little bit insane and she'd go, you know, I'm just trying to give you something to talk to that counselor about when you're in a <laughs> Like, I just want to screw things up enough for you so you have something to say. And I mean, it's kind of that deal. Every single one of us, I firmly believe we are all doing the best we can with what we have in this moment right here. Is it enough? No. Will it ever be enough? No. But it's the best we've got. And, you know, (laughs) let's take it and go. Yes. All of that. I I think it's. It's so true and it, it's so important, but I, I agree. Yeah, that we, we were not designed to do this alone. So yeah, whether it's a matter of, and think about it, like what do they do to like the worst prisoners? Where do they put them? I They put them in isolation. Solitary confinement. They put them somewhere alone. Yeah. Right? So like, if you think about that, like, yeah. and then, but we're supposed to be a good mom and be a good wife and be a good business owner and be a good employee and be a good friend and be a good sister and be a good daughter and be a good volunteer. All on our own, we're not supposed to ask for help. I talked to a woman, I traveled last week. And so I met people on the plane, you know, I pick up people everywhere I go. And something was said about, I I feel guilty hiring someone to come clean my house. And I said, oh, honey, you know how to clean a toilet. You don't need practice. And she went, what? I said, you don't have to practice at that anymore. If you can pay the $100, $150, whatever, to have someone clean the toilet, just do it. And she was like, oh, yeah. So, I mean, we do have to have help. Like if I'm going to be totally amazing at this, yeah. I don't have to need to know how to do that. Nope. Right. Like, so I can get in my zone of genius. So Ryan, if we wanted to chase you, follow you, stalk you, oh, by the way, and your kids are darling because we're friends on Facebook and like, I've seen them and they are in that little Georgia. Oh my word. <sighs> She is going to be president or a criminal. I haven't decided which one yet, but she's a bit. <laughs> well, she has time to decide. She's only two and a half. She has time <laughs> to decide. <laughs> she has options. But how can we find you? Like, if I want to play with you, if I want to follow you, if I want to know more, like, where can we do? Do you have something coming up that people might want to play with you or yeah. what do you have going? Yeah. So, um, our website is be in the room.org. Uh, we have a Facebook group also called be in the room. Uh, we have a podcast called be in the room. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram or TikTok at Ryan Dowdy official. And one of the things, Jennifer, we will make sure you have a link for. So we do an event, we call them leadership mingles. So we do them bi-weekly um, and they are totally free events. It's kind of an opportunity to um, preview what the be in the room experience is like, but it is a live networking event. You show up on Zoom live and you get the opportunity to meet other people. Um, we do one of our fun collaboration events where we give everybody a topic and we pop you into Zoom rooms. So uh, again, just a preview of being in the room, but a, a real genuine opportunity to connect and meet new people. Um, um, and so if any of your folks are interested in attending that, we'll give you, um, we'll give you the link to do that. I wish I knew it well enough off the top of my head. Um, I'll put it in the show notes. It's fine. We'll um, so we'll put it, I was, is it leadership? It's leadership underscore mingle, be in the room.org leadership underscore mingle. So you can sign up there. Um, and again, we do them every couple of weeks. So if you aren't able to attend 
when you first listen to this or hear this, um, you are welcome to you know sign up at a later date. But those are all the ways that I would love to connect. I am an open networker. My inbox is open. I like to talk to people. Um, it's funny. I I used to be the type of person that like talked to people on airplanes, but then I lived on one for a couple of years and I learned to like put my earpods in and not make eye contact. And I want to get back to that because I realized again it was it was some conditioning of like I was on so many planes all of the time. I was usually exhausted. Um, so, but now I am in that, that spirit of like playfulness and connectivity. And I need to, I like, even I flew last week too. And I like had a conversation with the woman sitting next to me. And I told my husband, he was like, I'm so proud of you. I was like, I know I didn't pretend like she wasn't talking to me. Like I normally do. <laughs> I stepped into a new place. Well, I kind of had the same deal. I had one year where I traveled every mm -hmm. week. And sometimes I was on a couple of different planes in a couple of right. different cities in a week. And at some point, I just wanted to read the book on my Kindle. I was into Game of Thrones and I just wanted to read it. I just wanted to, is Jon Snow going to get killed or not? You know, that right. was where I was. And I don't really care about you or your problems in that moment. But right. now it's like, who do I get to play with? Like, I got business cards. I interacted with people, all the things. <laughs> that's awesome but i am on social media i when, when i when i can control when i have to respond to you i am an open networker so feel free to reach out <laughs> i love it ryan thank you so much for your time and your great insight i appreciate it so much awesome thanks for the opportunity jennifer all right i'm jennifer takagi with destined for success and i look forward to connecting with you soon taking your time to spend with me on this latest podcast of Destined for Success. Please take a moment to leave a review, share it with a friend, and subscribe and get the newest episodes every Monday morning. I'm Jennifer Takagi and I look forward to connecting with you soon.